Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! I was over at my folks today, I needed advice. But at 45 years old, I got both my parents done, okay? I mean, I know that I'm lucky. Yeah. I, you know, I, not everybody has that. Erica's dad lives so far away, and her mom and her, her mom's not really like a sit down and give advice kind of person. Erica's always giving her mother advice. It's like the opposite. So she always just goes like, where were you at? I'm like, I stopped over at my folks' house. Because they're like five minutes away. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because they're my parents. (laughs) Chris has been crazy the last week. Who do you think I go to? Yeah. When I'm trying to figure out if I'm doing it right. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, kids, this thing happened with the kids, and, uh, you know, Eric and I are having this argument. Am I handling this right? Like, I go and double sure, check, right. right? Like, and I'm going to do that until I can't do it. Like, if I can double check. Right, why wouldn't you? I'm double checking. Yeah. That's what I do. I get in there and I go, well, what do you guys think? Right. And sometimes it's, like, good advice, and sometimes it's pure lunacy because as they're getting older yeah. they'll say something I'll be like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like my mother falls back on religion all the time okay. I love my mother yeah. um, she makes rosaries for the church and she goes over there and fixes up the chapel every day wow. and they actually come home from their their summer cottage every week at the same day because if they don't come home nobody opens up the side chapel at Queen wow. of Martyrs like I mean like that's what they do this is dedication yeah they're very dedicated to it okay and it's fine I, I mean like look I'm I'm a practicing Catholic who still goes to church, and you think I'm a fool. So, I mean, like, we, we'll just establish no, that right now. That. Okay. I mean, for other reasons, mostly. <laughs> but anyway, my mom, I can always tell when the conversation's going to end. Because, like, there'll be advice. <laughs> she slaps her knee and goes, welp, yeah. <laughs> and gets up. <laughs> no. First, there's advice. But I realize when she doesn't have anything, when she goes, when she starts dropping religious things on me, oh, right? Okay. So like this week, she like didn't know what to tell like, me, like like numbers and stuff. Like no, no, what they say in Psalms so like, twenty-five. No, no, no. Think about, this. Think about this way. Like I'm overwhelmed. Some crappy stuff has happened, right? And my mother, deep down, I think realizes I don't have any advice for this kid. Like, that sounds like a crappy week, right? Like, right. that's what she thinks. Let's let's throw some scripture so on So what she does, she goes with the, Christopher, God only gives you what you can handle. Yeah, right. That's what you say to people that die in earthquakes. Right? <laughs> like, right? Everything happens for a reason. My- oh, 17 <laughs> kids died. That's what God wanted. And, uh, <laughs> the first thing I said was, he has too high of an opinion of me. <laughs> I wish, I wish he thought less of me. That's what I told her. Like, I wish he thought like, you know, no, he's kind of an idiot. I can't give him all this crap. Like, and then she gets mad. And that's when the whole whole conversation ends up like that. Cause I say something like that. And then she gets mad at me for saying that. And I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. And then I have to walk down the gangway and I can hear her yelling like, like, you know, you got to get in the church. Repent. (laughs) 
sinner! Oh, yeah, yeah. Throwing holy water right. out the window as you walk by the driveway. She's like, it'll all work out someday. I'm like, or it won't. Everything will be fine. Or I'll get cancer. Like, that's how our conversations end. Uh, but God would have wanted you to have <laughs> cancer. <laughs> like, it's it's like, a test, Chris. Uh, yeah, it's a test. Everything's a test. It's, everything's a test. She was, I mean, it's, and I love her for it. Like, she always falls back on it. And then me, her smart ass son, like, will immediately turn around and say something <laughs> of, like smart ass to her about it. And that's just how that goes. This episode of Southside Pod and every episode of Southside Pod brought to you proudly by Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor. Tom handles my money, Bill's money. You got inflation. You got interest rates going up. You got a lot of confusion about your money. We got an election here. I just basically sit back and let Tom take care of everything. 111th and Kedzie, get in there and see him or give him a call at 773-779-0023. Joining me on the line right now, we're talking to the village of Lamont. When we talk to the village of Lamont, we reach out to Jason Barry, our good friend. How are you, Jason? Chris, it's 72 and sunny in Lamont right now. You should be on the deck at Pollyanna enjoying a full Lamonte. Listen, I, I just want to tell everybody listening to Southside Pod, we're recording on a day when it's 72 and sunny. It's not always 72 and sunny in Lamont, although Jason and I'm sure all the folks out there <laughs> from the village want you to believe that because they want you to go out and visit Lamont, make a day trip out to Lamont, and, and he's already plugging things like Pollyanna. We've been out there a bunch of times. How are you doing? Hey, I'm excited about Pollyanna because did you know they won another medal? They, they, they always win a medal. They always win medals. <laughs> they won their sixth medal at the Great American Beer Fest um, just uh, last month. And we're especially proud because it's for our hometown brew, the Full Lamonti. That's cool. That's awesome. That is a really good beer. We've talked about uh, that on the show with the guys over there. Uh, it, the distillery's coming soon, right? Did it launch yet? Not yet, but it is coming soon, Pollyanna Social, so uh, stay tuned. We'll have you out for that. Can't wait for it. Uh, break down what's going on this weekend, uh, and then I know that you uh, you have another guest with you, and we're going to talk about something called Meet-A-Thon, uh, which you might think you know what it is. You might be right. You might be wrong. I've read about it, and I know I want to be there. But what's going on this weekend in Lamont? On a day that it's 72 and sunny, it's hard to believe, but we are having the holiday shopping kickoff. So on Friday, um, Mabel's Market is hosting uh, a shopping event from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. There's six other shops along with Mabel's Market, and it's the holiday kickoff. So um, new merchandise reveals, special wine and music, and a raffle basket with items and gift cards from people participating. So we're gearing up uh, for the holiday season and trying to get people downtown, shop small, shop our women-owned businesses. Um, we're looking forward to uh, inviting people down to Lamont starting this Friday and uh, all season long. And next weekend you have a race at the Forge, right? Yeah, before you hit Meetathon, do yourself a favor. On Saturday, November 12th is the uh, Forge Fall 4-Miler. So it's exactly what it says, a 4-mile race, all on limestone trails, but it's a, a fun run. So you could train for that, and then I'll let Dan explain what a meetathon looks like. Uh, let's bring in your your guest. A guest brought a guest onto the show. Dan Moko's on the on the line. How are you, Dan? Doing great. How are you today? Good. You you're like in charge of a chamber of commerce, but it's got a complicated name. So break it down for me real quick. Yeah. So I'm the executive director of the Heritage Corridor Business Alliance. I work about what is it? You know, four straight rooms over from Jason Barry. But we are the Chamber of Commerce that does both Lamont, Homer Glen, and a little bit of the surrounding areas as well. Well, welcome to Southside Pod. Tell me about Meetathon, November the 13th. It's a four-hour event, it looks like, downtown Lamont. 
And it's not uh, meeting other people. I mean, I guess you could do that, but it's about eating a ridiculous amount of meat. Break this down for me. That's right. So, you know, there's some people that train quite a bit of their lives to run a marathon, and that's over 26 miles. We wanted to do something even more fun. We're, we're doing this event. You're going to be eating 26 ounces of meat from different places here in Lamont. So, yeah, we're taking, we're taking the marathon approach. You're going to get a shirt with that, just, you know, with the big logo on the front that looks like a big giant T-bone. You know, if we're going to give you a running bib just to get you in that spirit because you are going to be walking around downtown Vermont. You want to kind of show off that you're taking part in this great event. And last but not least, if you finish the challenge, we're giving you the golden T-bone finisher medal. So that way you can hang it up in your office or your house. And, you know, everybody's going to ask, where did you get that medal from? And you're going to have a great story to tell them. I think 26 ounces is doable. I, I think I can I can do that. I've been to a couple of those Brazilian steakhouses, and I'm pretty sure I can put it down. I, I wanted to run down the list that I, I saw here on your site. I don't know if this is subject to change, but Barrel and Vine's going to be out there. Big Ed's Shed is doing Texas Red Chili. Uh, Heroes West with hamburger sliders. Mance Barbecue's got pulled pork. They've been on the show before. Mucha Salsa is doing a 14-hour slow-roasted pork belly. Uh, they got Phoenix Kitchen and Cocktails out there, Rosebud Lamont, and the Wooden Paddle, which has already said they're doing fried meatballs. So you got a lot of different kinds of meats out there, and the idea is you got to get 26 ounces down. Uh, do you think this is something that people are, are going to be able to pull off? Like, on average, uh, you know, what percentage of people do you think are getting through the entire 26 ounces? If everybody takes the advice of remembering, you know, if this, is a, this is not a sprint. You're not going to do this uh, quickly at all. You know, you know, you got four hours to do it. So if you kind of take your time, work your way through it, I think there's going to be a lot of people actually completing it. Um, we, we hope so, at least, because there's some great food out there. I mean, we just literally found out, I haven't even gotten the website updated, that Barrel and Vine's doing mini beef Wellington. That's nice. We also have Next Mex. They're going to be doing some tacos as well. The Phoenix is doing that pork belly. I mean, there's a, there's so much good food, and we haven't actually even announced it all. We're kind of doing the slow rollout, trying to uh, build some drama here. <laughs> is it all like in one station? Are they moving? Are all these locations close to each other? So they're going to the restaurant. If somebody hasn't visited Lamont, break that down for me. Yeah, so you're going to be walking around downtown Lamont, and you're only going to be walking maybe two to three minutes between each station. You know, it's going to be a little bit colder, but with all this meat, you're going to be sweating anyway. So, I mean, it's exercise, <laughs> you know, in some way, shape, or form. Um, don't ask my doctor about that. But, uh, yeah, so there's going to be probably – most of the stations are going to have one, but there's going to be a few stations that have two stops or three stops. So that way you can kind of, uh, you know, take your time, eat. The lions and bears will be on most of the TVs here in downtown Lamont, so you can kind of sit back, relax as you know, you're going to be waiting a little bit too, just because we want to make sure all the food's perfect for you. So it's not like grab, go, run. You know, you want those beef wellingtons to taste the best that they can. So you'll be able to sit down for a couple minutes, enjoy the atmosphere. You know, once you finish, go on to the next stop. And we, we're kind of leaving it to uh, whatever way you want to accomplish this as well. So whether you're going for the closest or if you want to go chili after your pork belly, you know, you can run this whatever way you want to. So I'm looking at it here. It's uh, it looks like together between the cost and fees, 
105 bucks right around there. And there's a waiver where I, I'm reading the waiver, I'm laughing at it, uh, that you have to acknowledge that eating this amount of meat could have physical <laughs> effects, including but not limited to increasing the amount of cholesterol in one's body. I love that you guys felt you had to warn people about eating 26 ounces of meat. Like it could it could do harm to you, you know, in the short term and possibly the long term. And we're, we're telling everybody don't eat and run because we don't want anybody to choke. Yeah, it's not a race. I think that's written like three times. Like, don't start trying to stuff all the meat down your throat all at once. Remember, the best part about it is actually, you know, taking in the flavor, you know, enjoying every bite. So, you know, we want people to kind of enjoy their time here in downtown Lamont, whether it's their first time or they're here every day. And Lamont's having a meet-a-thon. I think this is great. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Whenever we bounce around the south side and we hear about some kind of event that like is like a new idea or something I've never heard of before, I'm always amazed with how somebody had to have sat down and said, you know what we should do? We should eat 26 ounces of meat. Look at these runners. They're a bunch of jerks. Like, I don't like, I, I can't run a marathon, but I can do 26 ounces of meat. Like, somebody had to say that at some point. I think oh, yeah. that was Dan saying that to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, guys. Uh, once again, uh, the Meetathon in Lamont coming up on Sunday, the 13th of November. There's a race at the Forge uh, the day before. They're getting the race out of the way before you fill up on your meat. Uh, get over to Pollyanna and see their award-winning beer in Lamont and a big kicking off the holiday season shopping event this Friday in downtown Lamont. Uh, Dan Mulka, Jason Barry, thanks so much for jumping on Southside Pod. Hey, thank you. My seven-year-old asked permission to punch somebody. <laughs> I mean, if that happens as an adult, you're probably calling the law offices of Parente and Norm if somebody hits you. Seven-year-old, not so much. Injured in a car accident, injured at work, Parente and Norum. It's a no-brainer. The insurance companies only care about one thing, their bottom line. And at the law offices of Parente and Norum, their team has the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. They have recovered over $400 million for their injured clients and their loved ones. For a free case evaluation, Southside Pod listeners, give them a call or text them today, 312-641-5926, or visit pninjurylaw.com. But yeah, he asked permission to punch someone. Was it me? No. <laughs> it was no somebody I'll let him. I'll let it him. was somebody in his school. He comes to me and he That's tells very me. Very nice of him, by the way. Well, that was the thing. He comes to me and he tells me that they're picking on this kid. And somebody gets this kid like oh, at to recess. to protect another kid? Yeah. That's cool. Somebody gets this kid at recess who's younger than him because he's a second grader. Think about the ages here. This is what makes this not only cute, but was also, he eight? also funny. He's seven. Okay. He'll be eight in the summer. So he he's like one of the last kids in his class that'll turn eight. Yeah. He's So he's like right before the cutoff. So kids are probably turning eight in his class yeah. and he won't turn eight until the end. Okay. And, uh, but he's crazy because he's the third kid. And, sure. you know, he lives in the same room as his 14-year-old yeah, brother. And, a, yeah. I mean, he spent the, his formative years in a closet. Right. He was closet. He was a closet baby. <laughs> we actually kept him in a closet. It's true. It's true. I was like, we, like, here's the thing. I went to Hawaii. Bill made fun of me for this. Yeah. Before the trip, he said, you're going to come back with a baby. And I yeah. told him he was nuts. And then it happened. And then I came back with the most expensive souvenir I could think of. Like, Erica was like, tonight is probably a bad idea. 
And I was like, eh, what could happen? <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden I have another kid. Yeah. That's exactly. I mean, I'll right. tell him when he gets older, I'm going to tell him that story. You can't tell me bad idea. Not, I'm, not, I'm not expect tell him, me to do things. When, the first time he tells me when he's like a teenager, like, dad, dad, I know what I'm doing. You don't know any better. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be like, buddy, your mother once told me something was a bad idea. And I didn't listen to her. And you came along. Like, that's going to be an your, actual conversation. Your father was a famous surfer from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I was out at the bar, passed out completely drunk. <laughs> so, mahalo, son. There's there's land for you somewhere in Hawaii. I just want you to, I just want you to let me visit it. It's like, uh, it's family land. It's not my land. It's no. your other family's land. Now a lot of people think it's cruel, but it's okay. We put on vented doors. Now a lot of people think we're bad parents, but they don't know any more than less than we do. We already have two kids and we've done this before. So put the baby in the closet and just close the door and good a good night's rest. We keep our board games in there. We keep our photo albums in there. We keep sweaters in there. We keep everything in there that we don't use a lot except for one thing we use a lot a human life our closet baby our closet baby you're 16 now i guess you can come out this is the world. This is what it's all about. There's Christmas and birthdays and Disneyland too. I guess we'll um, introduce them to you now that you're out of the closet, now that you're out of your space. Oh yeah, there's something called space. There's different planets and different suns and different sciences and different things like school and friends and everything and family too. Closet baby, there's a whole world out there that you've never seen for the last 16 years. Cause we kept you chained up in the closet all this time Closet Baby I love any excuse to bring back the Closet Baby song, let's just be honest. No, he asked permission if he could punch somebody because they were punching one of these other kids. Like, there was a fight happening, and he was like, if somebody... Hits this kid? Can I hit him? Did he just want to? Did he want to protect the it's kid? A or did he just want to like no be a part of the? No, punch no, no. Game? He doesn't want to beat up the kid that's getting beat up. I felt he was like I'm getting. I'm feeling left out. I want to punch. He too. wants to stop the bully. And what's weird is that the difference just between him and the way they teach his his generation, and the way that my my son Dominic, who's 14, was taught, there's actually a difference. Because really? when it happened with Dominic, I remember that there was like there were kids, there were these two twins that were picking on this kid that, that was in his class. That's unfair. And Domin- and they were both beating him up. And he said something to me, and I said, you're okay if you want to defend your friend. Like, how do you know when, like, if you get hit too hard if you're and seeing double? I actually saw them come out of the classroom while I was sitting in the car. And the two twins started pushing this kid again, and Dominic walked right up and socked one of them and knocked him on the ground. Nice. He had to be like eight years old. And, you know, he comes over and he's like, I did it, Dad. I did it. He was like so excited. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> and he's like, and then he sees his twin brother standing up. And like, I guess I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> There's two of them. What's going on? <laughs> but now, like, this guy's telling me, he's like, but, Dad, we're taught that if somebody punches us, we should go report it. 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, I get that. But like in life, you can't report every time somebody punches you. Correct. Like at some point in your life, somebody's going to punch you and you will not have somebody to turn around Sometimes to and say. Sometimes you report as punching back. Punching back. <laughs> like I, I mean, yeah, like, you can report I know it. there's a generation of parents. Maybe that, your report is I got punched, so I punched back. Right. That's your report. Right. <laughs> like It's okay to be like, Billy punched me. I bloodied his lip. I'm here to report right. it. Like that's okay with yeah. me if you want to report it. But like. I know that that's what they're doing these days. They're telling the kids, no matter just if the other kid beats the crap out of you, you're supposed to take it and then go report Re- it. Retaliation is the same, uh, gets the same punishment. But as I the think that's stupid crime. because you know what? In life, there isn't a teacher. I agree. There's not, there's not somebody standing there who's going to rectify the situation at every stage in life. That's, that's the way we're going at this yeah. point. Everyone is just sensitive and right i don't know what it but is, my but. thing is i told him i said buddy i'll stand in the principal's office with you somebody hits you hit him back i don't care i don't care what their rule is rock them sock them right in the face so the lanudis are a problem now in the neighborhood where this is the, this is the south side of chicago where on the south side are we are we really going to get to this point where we're going to be like ah we're south siders but like you know <laughs> take your beating and then go tell somebody about it Switch to a new age of life for mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, maybe even you. If you're like a fall risk, or they are, make the home into a smart home. Apps that open and close doors, lifts that bring you up and down from the first floor to the second, ramps outside of the house, specialized beds, specialized chairs. The latest in sleep apnea CPAP technology is at Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. They do all that I mentioned and more. Spare oxygen tanks, the latest in diabetes control, so much at hhme.com. Check it all out. Remember, if you stop in or order online, just mention Southside Pod. You get additional money off. Plus, they work with the insurance companies. They get that cost down even lower. If you have a question, they're right here on the Southside. Go see a person face-to-face. See all they have to offer. 3518 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. On the line with us as the high school football playoffs now enter another week and some teams have already had their hopes and dreams crushed and some teams are on the road hoping to get downstate in just a couple of weeks. Tim O'Brien from the Beverly Review. How are you, Tim? I'm good, Chris. How's everything on your end? Good, good. Any surprises last weekend in the first round for you? Locally, for me, it was kind of it was the best kind of dull because all our teams did pretty well. There were some kind of coin flip games that went our way locally. Morgan Park beat Fenwick. They were kind of the favorite coming in record-wise, but you never know when Public League faces Catholic League. We had some good wins, though, just across the board. Brother Rice went on the road for a win. Maris went on the road for a win. You know, there, there was a lot. there's a lot of talent in the area, and they put it on display in that first round. So it, it promises to be a really fun week two here in the playoffs with uh, with games this Friday and Saturday. So I'm curious to see just kind of how everything develops the next couple of days. All right, let's take a look at what's going on this weekend. Who looks good? What are you watching? Uh, who do you think is going to advance? Uh, who's running into something difficult in round two? Difficult is uh, I'll get the potentially tough one out of the way just because uh, Evergreen Park has to go on the road to Wheaton St. Francis. And Evergreen's had a heck of a season. They're eight and two, blowout win week one uh, in the playoffs that first round. 
They're going to be tested. Wheaton St. Francis can score some points. So can the Mustangs slow them down? Can they have, uh, you know, can they go win that turnover battle and force Wheaton to play catch up the other way? Can EP kill some clock and run the ball and score a couple of times? That's a, that's a tough one for Evergreen, but they're certainly capable of it. But my money would be on Wheaton St. Francis locally. We got some fun games. York is coming to play Marist. York's 10-0, and 0, and if you look at their schedule, it's a pretty legit 10-0. and 0. Uh, So that'll be fun. Marist had a really emphatic first-round win up at Naperville North last weekend. They've kind of flown under the radar a bit in, like, Mount Carmel's wake because everybody's talking about the caravan, but here's Marist sitting at, you know, 7-3, and three, good run game, good defense with uh, John Nestor going to Iowa, Jamel Howard going to Wisconsin. So they're kind of a fun matchup. I think they'll pull the upset relatively if you're, you know, believe in just the seeds. Collinsville's coming up to Brother Rice. If I read correctly, Collinsville had their first playoff win in program history last week. So they're 9-1 and one. coming up to Brother Rice, 6-14 uh, and four team that I wouldn't want to face. They're just tough these days. And then we got a couple road games. St. Rita's heading up to Prospect. Mount Carmel's going up to Downers Grove North. Ignatius is going up to Grays Lake Central. And then... So the one home game I'm forgetting locally is uh, Morgan Parks hosting a, it's kind of a fun 5A matchup. It's two public league teams. Peyton's 9-1, Morgan Parks 9-1. I think Morgan Park will handle this one pretty pretty efficiently, but you never know. But, uh, you know, it promises to be a, a really fun second round of uh, of action locally. Tim O'Brien brought to you this week by SidSauce.net. The peppers are grown right here on the south side. The sauces are created on the south side. They bottle them, and then they deliver them to you here on the south side. It's the only place I get my hot sauces from. Check it all out at SidSauce.net. There are teams that are nearby, teams that are out in Orland, teams that are out in Tinley. Team, and it's like you go through all these matchups, and it seems like they never run across each other in the postseason. Instead, they're driving all the way up to the north side, or they're going way out to the west side. Is that abnormal or normal as somebody who's covered this for years? A little of both. Um, sometimes it depends. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking years past how how the playoff brackets kind of developed. I covered St. Lawrence over at Richards in a quarterfinal, and that was a really fun matchup. I believe that was my first year with the review, so that's going back to 2016. It just depends kind of on the area. In 8A, it's going to be the big schools, so it's going to be the bigger suburbs. It's going to be the cities downstate. So you get matchups like York playing at Marist, you know, a team coming from Elmhurst to the south side, stuff like that. St. Rita going up to the northwest suburbs at Prospect. The fun thing is that when the area matchup does develop, the area kind of just like rallies around it. It's really fun. And the potential for that is coming up next week if Mount Carmel goes up to Downers Grove North and can take them down. And if Rice can hold their ground on their home field against Collinsville, we get year number two or second year in a row, Mount Carmel playing Brother Rice in a state quarterfinal, which is, for me, it's like the Beverev Super Bowl. Everybody's going to be on board with that. Tim O'Brien, Beverly Review. Uh, make sure you read all of his stuff. Anything non-football uh, coming up here, or are you just focused on football right now? It's uh, it's that kind of fun couple weeks where it's the, the transition a little bit into the winter stuff. So football is obviously the big one, basically through Thanksgiving, volleyball, you know, we potentially have some teams that can make it to state. 
the super sectionals are played Friday. The matchups will have been set Wednesday night. So make sure to check the IHSA site if you're looking for any fun volleyball to follow along. But yeah, and then you start looking ahead of a little bit to just, okay, we're into basketball season. We're into hockey more, wrestling more, but, uh, but no, this is, this is my favorite these couple weeks. Cause it's just, it's everything these, these kids have worked for, for the season, for the summer, for years, going back to when they were little kids. So, you know, enjoy it before we head into the winter months where everybody's locked inside. Okay. Before I let you go, uh, you don't cover it as your main thing, but you're a sports guy. This is the South side. Sox in the basement is actually going to be covering it. We've already done a little bit of it, uh, but really getting into the new White Sox manager, Pedro Grafal. What are your thoughts? I like it. Uh, it's kind of one of those like, yeah, okay, you picked your manager. It wasn't a White Sox retread. It wasn't Ozzy Guillen, who was my all-time favorite baseball player growing up, but I didn't want him back in the dugout. I, I like it. It was everything that Rick Hahn said he was looking for, other than the coming from a winning team, basically. So I, I'm curious what the front office does, because I think you got to shake up that roster a little bit or make some moves. or Because I, I don't think you can just trust him to just completely say, okay, flip the switch. I think you got to do something. But early returns, I liked it. It's uh, it's not someone from the White Sox family. And I think we got to give him the benefit of the doubt until we see otherwise. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I like the hire. Yeah, and they're cleaning out the coaching staff mostly with the exception of the pitching the pitching coaches, the, the you know, Katz and his assistant. Otherwise, from what I understand, exchanging text messages with some of the beat reporters, everyone else is hitting the bricks unless something surprising happens when they announce this. That it's supposedly a press conference coming up on Friday. You have football to cover all weekend long. Stay dry. It looks like you might get some storms uh, while you're out there. You might you might see some, some rainy games and some lightning delays, but hopefully they get everything in. And Tim O'Brien from the Beverly Review will talk with you soon. Yes, we appreciate, I appreciate you having me on, as always. Palos Heights Parks and Recreation Department is having a Veterans Day breakfast to honor all that have served or are currently serving our country. Plus, there's music. It's on Veterans Day, 9 a.m. until 10.30 in the morning, the 10th of November. Palos Heights Rec Center, Orchard Room, 6601 West 127th Street. Reserve a spot, 708-480-3066. That kicks off. Your Southside Bulletin Board brought to you proudly by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Full Taster Bar, great CBD products. They're putting in a new location at 95th and Kedzie, but until then, check out the place that's been around for years before it closes. 3837 West 95th Street, and also visit them at coolcloudsvapor.com. The Lyric Theater in Blue Island, we've been there before, is having a short film festival. That's right, the first ever Blue Island Film Festival is coming this weekend, Saturday, November the 5th. Doors at 6, festival at 7. Get your tickets online, lyrictheater.com. There are four entries from Blue Island, including many more besides that. And everybody gets to vote, and they're going to find out who's the first ever winner of the Blue Island Film Festival. That's on Saturday night, Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Get out the Hailstorm Brewing. Yoga and beer, 15 bucks. You get a yoga class and you get a beer. So you feel healthy when you start drinking at 11 o'clock in the morning. 8060 186th Street in Tinley Park. 
Later on that night, Raxoff is playing at Riley's Daughter in Oak Lawn, 4010 West 111th Street. And back in Blue Island, it's Joe Ryan's Fairly Folk Fest. We know Joey's been on the show before. Five different artists will take the stage at Blue Island Beer Company, 13357 Old Western Avenue. Kicks off at 6 p.m. And speaking of breweries and arts and music and let's say crafts, we'll just throw crafts in there. The Streets Arts Alliance does all kinds of cool events at breweries all over the South Side. I've been looking at the list. I'm going to get John Streets in here very soon to talk about some of these upcoming shows. Tinley Park, you're getting a whole weekend at the end of November. We mentioned Hailstorm Brewing. They have a flurry of markers, holiday market coming up on the 27th of November. The day before that, though, on the 26th, comic and cosplay market at Sound Growler nearby. That one's got beer, tacos, comics, and cosplay. People dressing up as superheroes while drinking craft beer? Seems like a plan. For more on these events, look them up on social media, Facebook. There's like an event page for every one of them. Look up Streets with a Z, Arts Alliance. If you have something for the Southside Bulletin Board, reach out to us at southsidepod.com. You can leave us a voice message. You can just type us one. You can also subscribe through any podcast player right through that site. The only other thing I can give you before this show ends is that coming up in just a few days on Tuesday, elections. If you didn't notice over the last couple of years that it means something to go out and pick who's in charge after all the stuff that happened to all of us, I don't know what else to tell you. You don't get to complain if you don't put your vote in. Everybody's going to start getting angry with each other. You're going to be on Facebook. You're going to be on Twitter. You're going to be on Instagram. You're you're, you're just going to be mad. You're going to yell. You're going to scream. We've had some candidates on. We've had Democratic candidates on, Republican candidates. Here's my thing with this. I'm only going to vote based upon what affects me from this point forward. That's how I've been voting my whole life. Well, that's really how I've always been, but I'm going to say it loud and proud now. I could care less. I don't care how he does with other people. I could care less if you have an R next to your name or a D next to your name. Now, what's funny is when I say that, all of my friends who are R's or D's immediately accuse me of being from the other side. They don't like that. Yeah. When I say that, all my R friends are like, well, you must be a D. And all my D friends are like, oh, you must be an R. But in the end, how do you affect me? You know, like, that's how I that's how I look at things now. Like, and I'm really looking at the pandemic, right? right. Like, I remember who pissed me off in the pandemic. I got a list. Sure. I ain't forgetting that crap. You're all out. I'm voting against all the people that pissed me off <laughs> in the pandemic. Like, all the R's and the D's and right. whoever else are I'm voting anybody to piss me off during the pandemic. You're out. And if you don't get out, I'm going to remember you for the rest of my life. You're a no vote forever. And your children. And your children and your children's children. (laughs) Okay, distant cousins, people that you once met in a bar and took a picture with and it showed up on Twitter. You're out. That's how I am with that that stuff. If you piss me off during the pandemic, I will never forget you. I will never forget what you did. I don't care if you go out and you solve world hunger, create cold fusion, clean up the environment. And prove the existence of God. Wow, Mike. I will never forget the pandemic. It's the South Side. It's the South Side. It's the South Side Pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod. Y'all come back now, here.